there are these courses like HubSpot Academy and they teach you、mm-hmm. like social media marketing, SEO sort of thing. Are these courses still useful? Well, I've never taken any courses ever. My first thought would be no, but that it, it all kind of depends on what you want to get out of it. Because like the thing with these courses, like if they're teaching you like SEO, for example. It depends what you're going to translate that into, right? Like, if you're just going to learn SEO, and then try to like find somebody to pay you to do SEO for them one time, I, I mean, unless that's really the the business that you want to start, I don't think it's like super useful. But if you have a business and like you're selling something online or whatever the kind of business is, and you're like, I really need to ramp up my SEO, then yeah, I think that it is a good like tool. I don't think it's Really useful to just take a bunch of courses, just a bunch of stuff. I think it's it's better to be like, I have a problem. What's the problem? What advice do you have for teens that have you know brilliant ideas, but they have no funding to pursue it? I hmm. I mean, it's a tough question. It really depends on the brilliant idea. I personally think like for your first business or your first few businesses, like I don't think you should be trying to build like the next Facebook or something. Like I think. A perfect first business is something that's going to be profitable very soon, like some sort of service-based business or selling something online where it's going to make money. I think a lot of people they see, oh my God, Mark Zuckerberg made Facebook and blah 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 blah, and now he's worth you know a hundred billion dollars or something. They get caught up on that type of entrepreneur, like that. To me, I don't think is the best use of your time because it's just not very likely that you're gonna take off like that, and especially if you don't have access to funding, unless you're a genius coder and marketer and just know everything about everything. My main point is, I think that you shouldn't really need a lot of funding for like a first kind of project, or if you do have some sort of genius idea, try to build something first that's profitable that makes you money. I don't think it's the best idea to try to start a business that like just wasn't going to be profitable for like five or ten years. If your company really needs funding, you have to think like, what do I need the funding for? You might need to hire a, a team of software engineers to build this product, and that's going to cost you a few hundred thousand dollars a year. And then, is your business really going to make a few hundred thousand dollars a year? So my point is to just like focus on something that's going to be profitable, like right off the bat, or Shortly from it, where it doesn't require a lot of initial investment, because I think companies that require a lot of investment are just really like difficult to actually like take off. If you have to go and raise fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars for a business, then you have shareholders that you have to answer to and people breathing down your neck. Zach, did you have、uh, prior experience in? Computer programming and like developing apps and stuff before you started Arise Application. No, so my kind <laughs>、yeah. of like philosophy has always been I'm not the best person for every job, and I think that's like a really really important thing to kind of understand as an entrepreneur. Is like I don't know how to code, so instead of going out and learning how to code. And spending three, four years learning how to code, I would just hire somebody that knew how to code, and 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 they would do it. Like I don't think you need to learn how to code to manage a software development company. Obviously, it helps a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I do have basic understanding of it. But in my position, I didn't I didn't need to know how to code because I could hire people to do to do the job for me. Kind of similar to what I was saying before, like where I hired somebody to deal with the clients because I just wasn't the best person to deal with the clients because I just I really didn't like it. It stressed me out. And then it freed my time up to do more important work or work that I'm better suited for. Right. And so this kind of leads to my next question, which is the skills that you have to demonstrate. So whoever's coding the app, mm-hmm. they their hard skill would have to be like coding, obviously. So skills demonstrated by you as an entrepreneur that well, what are the skills that you think most entrepreneurs have to have when dealing with a team and the importance of they initially have to have an idea first and then they have to have all these skills. After. Yeah. I would say, like, for all businesses, like, communication is, like, really, really, really important. Like, you can't be, like, you can't be, if somebody texts you, you have to respond, like, quickly. And you have to be reliable. If you tell somebody, like, whether it's an employee or a client, like, that you're going to do something, like, you have to do it. It's just, like, basic, basic things. But I found that not everybody has those, you know, skills that I, I think are just very basic so yeah my main things would be communication and reliability like they go a really 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 long way strongly agree i learned that the hard way what happens if you don't have supportive parents well my parents they never supported me monetarily i I never really needed it but i was really lucky like my parents have always been like super supportive like i know a lot of people that are my age that are still kind of at the will of what their parents tell them to do and I think that that's wrong like I think I don't think parents should be that involved in their children's path so now we're on to our last section so one of our things is if you could give any advice to your younger self what would you say to them hmm that's a tough question I think like one thing I would say is like take more advice from people like I think it's good to like get second opinions on things I think that's really, really important. And like another big thing is I would say is like don't spend a lot of money because I, I made a lot of money in my life, but I've also spent a lot of money in my life. And when everything's going good, it's like, oh man, like whatever, like I'll spend this, I'll do that, whatever. But not everything is, is forever. And when I was making a lot of money, it would have been good to have somebody to kind of guide me in that sense. Because I would make a lot of money and then I would just go out and spend it. So, yeah, that's one thing that I would probably tell myself. One thing that I would add, because you guys were talking about, like, courses and stuff. There's a lot of people online these days that are trying to sell impressionable people, kind of, like, get-rich-quick, drop-shipping guru, forex (laughs) trading guru. That is all fake. Don't ever do anything like that. If those people actually made money doing those things they wouldn't sell a course on it it's not in their best interest ever like the most ridiculous thing i have ever seen and so many people fall for it like and these and the people that sell these courses make insane amounts of money insane amounts of money from selling the courses like it's just it's really it's it's really bad and i know people that have like fallen for it and they've bought in a forex trading course and then they lost money trading Forex because, I mean, of course, they're trading Forex. What do you expect? <laughs> so, like, just think about it. If somebody is selling you a course on something that they're supposedly so good at, it, why would they be selling the course? And another thing to think about is, like, 
if you want to start a business, like you should be like selective with the sort of business that you, you start. Like I see, like I was around when people like were kind of just starting drop shipping and now oh, yeah. everybody and their mom has a Shopify store. Right. Yep. So yep. I think it's really important to kind of like pry your eyes away from the stuff that everybody's doing because if everybody's doing it, it's not going to be the most profitable endeavor. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's important to like look other places than just what you see on social media of some guy in a Lambo trying to sell you on drop shipping or Forex <laughs> trading or Amazon, Facebook ads or whatever. Like it's so much better to like yeah. think of your own idea. The profits are going to be really, really small. Like I know people that make a killing drop shipping. They make so much money. But these people have been doing it for 10 years and they know what they're doing. They've got millions of dollars in their bank accounts to, to spend on testing things. They've got 20 employees. Like they, they know what they're doing. You would like just setting up a Shopify store. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be successful. You need to have some sort of special angle. For sure. I have a few more things if that's cool with you, Zach. Go for it. So yeah, cause this is for me personally, cause my dad was an entrepreneur, but he was an entrepreneur like what, like 50 years, like 40 years ago. Right. So things have changed, but I do really want to get into it. If you don't have a place like these courses, for example, people get sucked into them. How, where, do, where should you learn? Where's the first place you would learn? I mean, it's a good, it's a good question. I mean, the way I kind of like learned everything that I know is just by like talking to people that were in the business like obviously the kind of industry that i got into and the time that i got into it was like a very good time to get into it and it was really easy to talk to these people because they're all my age and they were all young and now they're you know much older and they don't want anybody like now they realize the business is so good so they're like they're not gonna tell you all their secrets anymore but i mean i think there's so there's just so much opportunity on the internet like in in so many random niches like like I know, like, like I know people that make money by they, they have an app that just goes and buys like the latest like Supreme clothing drop for their clients. Like there's so oh, many random yeah. little industries, like and these tiny little like micro economies that are so just like they're ripe to be like taken over by somebody that like has a business mindset, right? Like my friend with the like buying Supreme stuff right it used to be like oh i'll buy it for you and then we'll i'll, I'll sell it to you at, at an upmark blah 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 but now there's bots that are doing it and they have teams yeah. of coders and stuff like that so yeah. there's just there's so there's just so much opportunity because like they're not going to be overtaken by big companies or people like that but then they also have a, a lot of opportunity for for profit in that as well how did how do you come up with ideas and it kind of goes back to what you just said which was just looking for things online like do you mean doing research so, I mean, the way I came up with, like, Slogan Social is, like, I didn't, like, I didn't come up with it. I kind of, like, found an idea. Like, there was already people that were managing other people's Twitter accounts. Like, I wasn't the first pe- person to do that. But I was mm-hmm. the first person to hire a team of, like, a dozen people to just run these people's Twitter accounts all day long and just take over the entire market. And then in, for, like, a Rise application, again, I wasn't the first person to like advertise apps on these these meme pages but i realized hey this guy's been paying me a ridiculous amount of money for the past year to advertise his app he must be making a ton of money i could make an app why don't i do that mm-hmm. so it's kind of just like 
finding what are you what are you good at and then finding like an idea that's already there and then just kind of like expanding on it if you can and my last question is is really simple it's just is a smaller niche better i don't it depends on like what kind of business you're starting right like if you're selling security software to governments then yeah it's a small niche but your contracts are going to be like 20 billion dollars so it doesn't matter right but like it really just depends it depends on the industry like the the way i think about like starting businesses now is like i'm very like i don't just like start the first business idea that i think of because i think of like tons of like silly little business ideas that are probably not very viable all the time but like i think like what's something that's like what's something that's scalable what's something that's like that you can automate and what's something that's like going to be relatively profitable quickly that's like what i think of when i when i try to like like if i think of an idea i I run through that and then if it all checks out then maybe maybe i'll try to start it yeah that's that's perfect thank you for answering all my extra questions cool no problem